Welcome to a special edition of Business Breakthroughs with your host, Larry Prince of Prince Leadership. Today, Larry will address how you can best navigate the crisis caused by COVID-19. We appreciate your patience as we record this podcast remotely. In the previous two podcasts, we examined the effects the COVID-19 crisis is having on your people, your finances, your business, and on you. For this podcast, we'll detail the underlying behaviors and actions business owners and leaders need to display that will steady the ship and show your people that you can and will move the organization forward. Good morning, Larry. Good morning. It's a pleasure being back. Larry, let's circle back to the discussion about your people from a previous podcast. So let's begin today's talk. Picturing a piggy bank, you know, the old-fashioned type with the round pink belly and the coin slot on top. I call this piggy bank the leadership trust bank. The idea is to make deposits into that bank that builds trust and it builds hope for your people. Couple this with sound business problem solving and decision making, and you have the formula to carry you through the COVID-19 crisis. So today, let's focus on building deposits into that piggy bank. So, Larry, how do you do this? What we see are four essential behaviors of highly successful leaders during times of uncertainty. And here are the four. Be present. Be a model for your company's values. Be clear about roles and expectations. And be a problem solver. All right. So let's take a look at each of those. Let's start with being present. Keep in mind that your people are socially removed from their peers. So check in with them frequently. The idea is to be a source of comfort and business focus. It's not to be present to micromanage. So set up, and this is a recommendation I give to all my clients, set up a consistent phone or video chat schedule at the same time each day with your people and with specific teams. Learn during those talks about how they're doing. Ask them, what do they need to be successful? How you could help them. Then also get their input around new ideas and solving problems in new and different ways. And last, think through how best to coach each one of them as an individual. All right, Larry, could you share an example of how that's done? Sure, let's take a company I've been working with. It's actually a home health company. And I've been talking to the CEO and facilitating processes of building a better and more sound remote workforce uh, with this uh, organization. And so what they've done is this. The CEO sets up a morning huddle with his management team every morning. Each day connecting at the same time keeps them focused, allows the CEO to see what's going on with his people, and provides his people an opportunity to share with each other so they can learn and support each other as well. Great. Let's look at that second item about being a model for your company's values. Absolutely. Companies with a strong sense of purpose and core values are sustainable companies. These are the companies that could weather uncertain times. So what I recommend is reinforce your organization's values, your goals, your core mission, and how this purpose supports your people, your community, your customers, and your business. Doing so will ground your people and teams in what is most important, which is a common cause aligned to achieve specific and measurable goals. Doing so helps to set priorities and make for best decisions possible. And it keeps your culture in motion. All right. And would you share an example of that? Here's a good example. 
I've been working closely with the director of a large retail store. And their challenge, of course, like a lot of retail businesses and any business, is sales right now, revenue. So what he did is he reviewed, and I kind of coached him through this process, their mission and their values. And together as a team, they recognize they have a place and need in the community and that their clients rely on them and rely on those products that they sell. So what they did was, with more urgency, they moved from retail store presence to an online presence. And now they continue to build a robust online presence. Excellent. Let's talk about being clear about your roles and expectations. Sure. Now, Barry and everyone listening, keep in mind, your people are now working under unfamiliar conditions. And many are physically removed from their colleagues. In fact, you might have smartly shifted some of their roles around. So you need to set them up for success. And here's what I recommend. Ensure that each employee is clear about their role, their responsibilities, and their expectations. Standardize expectations by developing guidelines for working remotely and in a new environment they're in. Also, review and update workflow processes. Get rid of all of the unnecessary steps that people don't need to be doing to get things done. This is a great time to streamline how business gets done. All right. So in that way, they're focusing on the more important things, right? You got it, Barry. Absolutely. Good. Let's take an example of how that's being done. I've been working closely with a charitable organization and with the whole management team. And obviously, as a charitable organization, they're taking a bit of a hit right now. So I worked with them to recognize that their people, many of them are actually in new roles now. They shifted staff around, really needed to understand their roles and responsibilities. So what the CEO did is regroup everyone and spent extra time with the management team, ensuring each person is absolutely clear of what to do, why it's important, and how to do so, especially from home. What she said is, the details matter and the process matters. Larry, the fourth item you mentioned certainly is an important one, and that was to be a problem solver. Uh, let's talk about that. Let me elaborate on this. Everything is about solving problems, whether you're solving problems you're thinking through on your own or solving problems for your business and with your people. So challenges and problems don't solve themselves. That's obvious. So what I recommend is make problem solving a team sport. Stop trying to solve every problem as an owner or leader of your company by yourself. Involve your people. So just recently, I was facilitating a management meeting on the phone. And they were trying to problem solve. And it was a good thing. People were generating, contributing a lot of ideas and solutions. Here was the problem. Most of those ideas they were contributing was not solving the original problem they were facing. In the end, the process did not land on a quality solution. So is there a better way to make that work? There is. And here's what I coach my clients. It's a three-part team-solving problem approach. First, make sure everyone agrees that you are clear on the problem you are defining and its cause and its effects it's having on your people, your finances, your business, and on your clients. Ask yourself, are you solving the right problem? Second, once you've landed on that right problem to solve, 
Decide on what your aim is. What do you want to achieve or what's your goal for solving that problem? And third, now you're ready to generate good ideas, quality solutions that align with the problem you're trying to solve. This will help your company generate the best solutions and the best outcome you seek. Larry, it sounds pretty comprehensive. Well, it is. And I know it might sound at times rigid, the three-step process, but this step-by-step process works. I facilitated this process with a leadership team of a company of about $35 million just the uh, other day. And at first, the problem stated was quite broad. But by focusing on just the problem and its effect, we were able to funnel down to define a more pressing issue. Then after restating the challenge and the goals, then the solutions and ideas naturally followed with relevance to the problem we're trying to solve. Larry, you've given us a lot of really good information, so let's summarize. Barry, by applying this process, you will strengthen your company's culture as team problem solvers. So although your company is going through great change right now, and it's a difficult journey, team problem solving is an opportunity to build new and better ways of generating solutions and new and better ways of doing business. It will carry you forward once business is back more fully. Also, applying a clear problem-solving approach will help you and your people draw from their past experiences that could help solve today's problems. Good, so let's sum up the entire podcast. Here's where we began. We began that there are four essential behaviors that we see with highly successful leaders. Being present, be a model for your company's values, be clear about roles and expectations, and be a problem solver. Make problem solving a team sport. These four essential leadership behaviors will help you to quell the anxiety of your people, lessen reactivity, build trust, build stronger solutions, and open your people up to move the discussion from emotion to action. You've been listening to a special edition of Business Breakthroughs with Larry Prince of Prince Leadership on how to navigate the coronavirus. For more Go to princeleadership.com or call Larry directly at 973-670-6304. Once again, that's 973-670-6304 or email him at larry at princeleadership.com.